you say it's bow hunting. It's bow hiking. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I told what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, for those of you not watching, I feel so fat. But when you have an opportunity here. to make fun of Nate, yes, we, we pounce. I fell down. You put a security T-shirt on, and people just let you in. <laughs> they just let you in. probably like take a minute to yeah. thank our sponsors right <laughs> okay yeah we don't have any <laughs> <laughs> uh, struggle enough just to get a podcast recorded <laughs> much less take magazine quality photos in the field with critter live critters running around Thanks for listening to The Crave. Sit back and enjoy. You want to bring us in with some uh, some audio, some music, with some acapella? Um, I can. Do it. Do it. Do it. I'll give you a beat. I wear my sunglasses at night so I can, so I... Something like that? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> uh, as usual, We're another episode of The Craze. Backstage at the John Show. Yeah. Uh, Gosh. We don't need no stinking jukebox at all. Really glad to be here again. We have a guest in the house once again. That's two weeks in a row. Mark it down. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, as usual, we are um, we are broadcasting from uh, Eugene, Oregon, and happy to be here with everybody. Got the uh, the three amigos, John Eastburn, hello, Nate, howdy, Bailey, Nathan Bailey, <laughs> Jake Siegel, and uh, our guest Chris Jackson here. Yeah, yeah, present, present. present. Um, but I did get, uh, this was handed to me just as I walked in here. Hot off the um, press. I had my runner. He got me some, some info, as usual. But uh, um, some things I was surprised. One in particular. Oh, what, what, what were you surprised of? Uh, <laughs> John Eastburn was uh, recently seen at the local theater purchasing tickets uh, to the recent release of Beauty and the Beast. And you were in costume by yourself. Can you explain that? I can. I can. <laughs> and it took weeks of preparation. Um, you were Belle. I got, no. Not the Beast. I was Beauty and the Beast. You were, that's right. I was, I was, I was Beauty in the front, Beast in the back. <laughs> Two-Face. So, like, people behind me in line, they saw the Beast, and then Belle was the, was the full frontal. <laughs> so, it was, took a lot of sewing. Ah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, How was it? You want to give it a quick of, review? Uh, Did you do all the needlework yourself, too? 
lot of uh, craft hair. Yeah. Um, and uh, and bedazzle. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it was good. It was good. YouTube videos. They explained it all. Fantastic. So, that's Do we got a picture or anything? To... Uh, there may be something floating yeah. around out there. All right. If yeah. you follow John on uh, any of his social platforms, so, uh, I'm sure he was yeah. he was pretty active that <laughs> night. So <laughs> there may have been uh, plus or minus 100 selfies taken. A lot of dirty snaps. Yeah, <laughs> Snapchat. Which is awesome, actually, because when you're when you when you're double costuming, yeah, you've got front and back. You, I mean, you, it's hard to go wrong with the selfie. You got you got really 360 degrees. It's all view. about angles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> John, glad you're here. I'm glad Obviously. to be here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Glad to be here. Nader, something I know that's burning deep inside. Co-founder of, you guys remember Napster? Remember Napster? Uh, yes. Nate Bailey, co-founder of Napster. Quickly. Yeah. Please explain the uh, dramatic rise and epic fall of the uh, illegal download. Oh, well, it was pretty scene. epic. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Lars Ulrich showed up in my house one day. Who? He, who? Lars Ulrich from Metallica. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He knocked my front door down with his guitar. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, it was James Hetfield's guitar. And then, uh, man, it wasn't pretty. <laughs> but, yeah. Got through it. They demanded $4,000 <laughs> for the illegal downloads. No, it was a little more than that. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, the uh, the judicial system came out on my side. And, nice, you know. Well, you didn't download them. True, that's true. No. Don't hate the player. Just one point two million other people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I was one of them. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I was a freshman in college. Ah, so these are all free. Timing. This is just free, huh? Uh, yeah, that's yeah, everything free. you can this think is. of. This yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's a lot better than anything out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. has that has even come along since. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was anyway. Yeah, pretty um, awesome. Yeah, had a little file server set up when I was in school. Did you? Yeah, like automatic download or? Yeah, really. Because internet wasn't that good back then, but you yeah. set them up to queue for hours and hours yeah. on end. <laughs> you go home for the weekend, come back, you got 150 new songs. So pretty so much <laughs> like our Na- our Wi-Fi Napster, here. Napster was the dealer for my addiction at the time, which was guess. Millie Vanilli. Oh, really? Yes. I would have guessed, uh, like, <laughs> yes. Silverchair. Millie. Damn it. Yeah, yeah, that's good. They're good, too. Yeah. Fat Boy? Close second. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be next, that'll be next <laughs> yeah. podcast introduction. Well, Nate, well, Nate glad, Nate, glad you made it out Thank you for there. producing such a product. Yeah. yeah. It was great. You're, you're more than welcome. Way to be behind without, the scenes. Without <laughs> the uh, proceeds and, uh, you know, money from that, we couldn't pr- produce this, this over-the-top. Show, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> over nine hundred dollars uh, worth of uh, audio equipment, is uh, audio and visual, unlimited wow. resources. That might here. be pushing it. <laughs> Nate, glad you're here. Um, and then you know what? I I wanted to cut you guys in on this early. Mm. Um, mm. Mom jeans, you guys have heard of it? That's me. Yeah. yeah. Mom jeans. Mom really? jeans. Yeah. I mean, like the apparel. Mom jeans. So I like the. the <laughs> So when I think of mom jeans, I think, like, it's actually coming back. But, like, the denim jeans, like, they go up to your arm. I wish they wouldn't come back. Yeah. So you get a nice high waist. You bring it up, top and back. Like 80s mom jeans? Yeah. 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 Mm. Acid acid wash? Yeah. There's a big market out there. There's a big market, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, And our guest, Chris. I hate you. Chris Jackson. Um, The man that once coined the phrase, it's not you, it's me. That was me. Yeah, allegedly. That's what my information is. Thank you. All right. I thank yeah. you, sir. <laughs> I thank you, sir. You helped me out with so many uh, middle school middle school breakups <laughs> over the years. Yeah. And yeah. high school and 
Wow. Just one. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, I'm sure you, we'll you, use it again. You are a genius. Yeah, but no, Chris Jackson, uh, uh, owner operator, yeah. founder, yeah. Solvid. Uh, well, give, why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah, so I'm Chris Jackson. I uh, I manufacture a universal head camera mount. Uh, you can put any camera on, whether it be camcorders, cell phones, digital cameras. Action cams like the GoPros, basically any of that stuff you can use on, on our mounts. And, uh, you know, hunting is, is really is where our passion is, and it's just kind of where it happens to outcompete the competition as well. <clears throat> you know, because we use camcorders. Uh, you know, you, you just you can do so much more with a camcorder than you can do with the action cams and basically <coughs> any other kind of camcorder when it comes to stuff like hunting. Mm -hmm. And we got a focal point, you don't want a real wide angle because otherwise you can't even see where you're shooting at. You know, if it's more than 30 yards, it's it becomes a dot pretty quick on some of those wider angle cameras. Um, and, it's, you know, and that's the case as well with the, the camcorders, but not so much. Plus, you got the zoom, the screen, image stabilization, high-quality audio, you know, all the stuff that makes for a good hunting video mm -hmm. right. as opposed to just a kill shot. Because you know, you've probably seen plenty of, uh, you know, say, GoPro videos, which are great. You know, GoPro makes a great camera. But the field of view is so wide, and um, you know, you get that kill shot, and that's cool. But there's really not right. a whole lot of supporting footage. You know, you get a, a 20 minute or 20 second video out of it, right? If you want to keep people's inner, you know, attention, because you know, you can only really watch somebody walk around with a camera on their head for <laughs> you know five or ten seconds before you're ready for a kill shot. Right. But if you sure. can get some zoom ins um, and some good audio and whatnot, it you can really you could turn a, a five second kill shot into a five minute video pretty quick. Yeah. Which we were discussing before you got here tonight. Just mm -hmm. the attention span on most people nowadays anyway is like three to five minutes anyway. Mm -hmm. Anything longer than that and you're you know, you're on to the next thing, you know, yeah. you're checking Facebook or Instagram, so Exactly. It's all right. You gonna go help him out? All right. Poor guy. From Just the top. <laughs> Three, two, one. We're gonna need and that go. intro again. And go. <laughs> oh man. So does it? Uh, what about like a like a 1985 VHS? Like a big camera. <laughs> big camera. <laughs> well, shoulder mount. Those yeah. are made for your shoulder, so <laughs> yeah. you might just want to leave them there. It's <clears throat> you know, over a pound is getting really heavy. Yeah. The cameras we're using right now are just on shy of a pound, mm -hmm. and. If you if you got them on for a five hour stock, you take it off. It feels good. Oh, I bet. You know, take it off, but it's comfortable, and yeah. it gets really good video. You know, we got to get the best video footage possible. You know, so we're going to use a little higher quality camera. Then, and I wouldn't suggest most people start at that level. You know, start with something like this. Just a, you know, that that weighs eight ounces. Most GoPros are like six or seven, so it's really not much more heavier than a GoPro. But there's just so much more you can do with it. Yeah. That's what was so intriguing to me when I went on, you know, I've been uh, YouTube stalking you for years. Mm -hmm. You haven't known this, but uh, <laughs> this is this has been a fatuation for me for like three or four years now. Cool. I, I would venture to say um, on your Coyote Double. Mm -hmm. um, Which one? YouTube, right. Well, all of see. them. Yeah. All of them. I, w I, pro I mean, this might sadden you to hear this, but I probably account for half of those views, <laughs> just because I spend so much time on there looking at uh, you, I mean, your coyote doubles. Sure. Um, but, uh, no, just the, the versatility of, you know, being able to 
you know, before the action, like filming everything, right? Mm-hmm. Like zooming in, zooming out, before the setup, um, no matter what you're hunting, and then after the shot, you know, being able to take the camera and then, you know, go that much farther. Sure. It's far, you know, whatever. It's just, it's more inclusive and and it shows and it shows in your views. I mean, it's 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 an awesome product and. Where the the pinnacle of a of a film it yourself hunt is getting that death on video, you know, yeah. which is brutal as it sounds, but that's what hunters want to see, <laughs> yeah. right? You know, and so if and obviously you're not going to be able to see them all go down, so you can't do much about that other than make better shots, I guess, or hunt in more open areas. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you can get that, you know, get the kill shot, yank the camera off the head, and zoom in, uh, you know, and watch them tumble or whatever. Yeah, that's that's the pinnacle. Yeah. Well, yeah. even even on top of that, I, I think being able to capture for for people that don't hunt necessarily, or whether it be your spouse or you know family member, kids, whatever that you're you're you try to bring them into that moment mm-hmm. when you you know before you shoot and that anticipation. I mean, that's as close as you can get to putting somebody in that position to act you know without having them behind the bow or gun or whatever. Um, so having good video of that anticipation and the great thing is, is you get, you know, you get the, the heavy breathing and the shaking, oh, and yeah. the, you know, the trembling and, and, uh, it's really cool. I mean, it's you really feel like you're, you're right there, you know? And then for anybody that has had that experience, you're immediately put back in that position where, wherever you were at that point, you know, in your last hunt and you're like, man, I can, I totally can relate with this guy. Yeah. I don't, I'm really, right there. You don't really need to tell the story to right. anybody, you know, cause if a, you know, if a picture says a thousand words, a video says a, a million words. Yeah, for sure. Especially when it's raw and, mm-hmm. you know, it's from your own perspective. Exactly. It's not an over-the-shoulder or, you know, side shot or something mm-hmm. like right. that. Right, 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 right. So, um, well, something we do every uh, – you said you've listened to a few of our podcasts. Oh, you're, yeah. you're familiar with uh, a little bit of the format then. So we do a Would You Rather. Mm-hmm. We've had a few guests now. We, we try to tailor it a little bit to their to – their, uh, you know, their, their habit. Sure. So Johnny, you want to present this one? Sure. Sure. So, um, before we started recording a little bit, we kind of saw a little insight to how passionate you are about catching, you know, hunts mm-hmm. on film, right? Successful hunts on film. Um, that being said, would you rather, um, be self-filming an elk hunt where, um, let's just say you drew a, uh, a, pr- a pristine hunt in the state, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you had a huge bull in front of you where he was raking trees. I mean, you're you're all within 50, 60 yards at this point. You're, say you snuck in in his bed sure. in the afternoon. You located him, and he got up for a stretch. He's raking. Oh, there's a little wall over there. I think I'll go take a little dip. He's up there throwing mud around. Um, I'm going to throw one more into this. He He... He mounts a cow, and you're there. You're there, upwind, of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, he's he's just doing everything that we want to. We as um, hunters, outdoor enthusiasts, want to see on film. So basically, you have the perfect hunt. Um, except he steps into an opening, and you you whiff, and uh, hunts over. Mm-hmm. But you've captured all that. But now, you've captured you? all of that with you know solve your solid sure. can right. Yeah. Would you rather have that or um, connect on a bull that, say, is like, uh, okay, so that first bull was like probably 350, 365. Okay. Um, 
you know, something realistic. I think 400 gets thrown around way too much. I think it does. But anyhow, so I'm just going to say, you know, 350, 360 bull, big, huge bull. Or connect um, on a archery hunt, get it on film where you make a great shot, um, but the footage is sketchy. You know, if you're like me, you're breathing really heavy. You probably, like, you probably, like, had to cut this bull off at a draw, so you freaking busted your butt to get mm. there, and it's just all shaky. It looks like a Blair Witch Project <laughs> run to the, <laughs> under the ridge, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? And, and uh, but you get you get the bull. And that bull is, you know, granted, we're all sportsmen and, in, in, you know, sizes and everything, but um, experiences, of course. But, you know, that's like a two, you know, 280 bull. Six point, basic six point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, you're small, getting small, small, you're getting three three to five yeah. minutes of. Okay. Yeah. Say so he comes in silent what to your video. Setup. You wouldn't you publish. You, yeah. What would yeah. you choose? I'm gonna take the big miss. Yeah. On the big bull, because in that case, I still have a chance of getting that big bull again. You know, at a different time. True. And plus, I got good foot supporting footage going, getting up to the point when I finally get him. Or yeah. maybe I'll get a 280 bowl later. Who knows? Right. right. I don't really care. Is, you know, well, of course, I'd rather have the 350 bowl, but sure. right. uh, you know, I'll, I'll take the miss. Was it the and I've shown misses before. Was it the cow mounting scene? Put you over the top? That, like, I'm taking that one. Or put you on top? You have good. It you was more the wallow. Yeah, it was more the wallow that got me. You know, because you put <laughs> it's actually out. when he when he reached back with his uh, with his whale tails and scratched his uh, tail. Yeah, just a little bit of that. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Nader. Okay. Yeah, I cool. think I'd agree. You take it. The it'll, it'll, it's all part of the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, elk elk show up really good on on a head camera because they're big. Sure. You know, especially yeah. if you like you, you said he walked out into a clearing. Uh, that sounds pretty pristine. Yeah. Plus, you're getting all that extra action too rakes and hopefully bugles on camera too yeah is that part of it johnny you get like the full meal deal um if he's breeding and he he is glunking yeah he is glunking he is Mm. he's cooing he's making all sorts of sounds he's Uh, laying her down laying her down yeah Uh, well, this, this, this is. <laughs> I would love to know your answer because <laughs> this is. I know deep down what your answer is, but what what do you what would you say, John? Uh, well, I have okay. So here's my problem. One of many. I yes. My my issue is uh, I get into like I get into kill mode like really quick, and I get kind of get just. Your brother would attest to that, uh, or so he would like, agree. He would agree with you. It's hard to explain. <laughs> it's I don't know. You just kind of get like. You see, you, you know, you kind of see red. You just get tunnel vision. Like it's so, you get so focused. Like that animal's going down, and it generally does not take a lot of horns <laughs> for me to get like that. Just you know, legal animal, public land, whatever. Um, <clears throat> but that being said, I have been blessed to and lucky to harvest a handful of elk. So I'll probably go with the big pole. Oh, yeah, I will. Yeah. Yeah. That's surprising. Yeah, I know. I know it's surprising. (laughs) Very unbelievable. I thought I sold it. Nah, you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I know you too well. I know you too well. Uh, Yeah. Whatever. It was a good attempt. Whatever. (laughs) But I I haven't experienced, like, all that in one setting. Yeah. 
that we talked about. So that's pretty special. I don't know. You were, I mean, describing what we uh, experienced uh, a few years back almost to a T with the uh, the wallowing and the, the bugling, getting up out of his bed in the middle of the day, minus the, the mounting of the cow. Um, which, where, which one was that? The one that you also shot did, didn't connect on, no. Oh, I didn't shoot. No, we you, didn't, you didn't shoot, but. That bull, that bull, that bull smelt us. He did. He smelt you. He's a big bull. He did. But in any event, so we got a, we got a, we'll take content over the kill, content over the kill, content okay. over the kill. I don't want to be unanimous. I'd be curious. To I'll see take not. the, I'll take the 285 kill oh, shot. It's 285 now. It's yeah. See, Jake. Oh, I always round up. Yeah. <laughs> look at all these. Look at all these 32 pointers <laughs> from this Wisconsin kid. Yeah, he's he's the uh, yeah, 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 it's yeah. going. I get the fisheye lens on up. all these. It's probably it's probably gear. a two eighty five, uh, you know, five point or a four by five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next thing you know. Oh yeah, man, next thing sweet. you know, it's yeah. gonna be a rosy too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I didn't tell you that. Oh, guys? We didn't say that. I didn't tell you that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Tule. Whatever. In Oregon. <laughs> Lane County Tule. All right. So why don't why don't you uh, if you don't mind just kind of take us through through your product and and and, and show people exactly what it is, how it works, and we'll go from there. Okay. So we got if you're not uh if you're listening and not watching, you can you can check us out. Go to our website, thecrave.net, uh the crave K uh, with a K. And uh check out the video. Otherwise go to YouTube, search for the Crave, and uh you'll get a host of videos with all of our episodes. But um check out this one with Chris Jackson. We're gonna actually show you his product, his uh, head mounted camera system. And uh yeah, Chris, take it away, man. Okay, so this is the bad boy here. It's called the Solvid Universal Head Camera Mount. You know, it's, it's built with uh, these tri-glides on here, and that's just kind of how you adjust it. Got uh, padding. Maybe uh, whoever's talking should be wearing it. Kind of like the conch. Conk. From, uh, conk. Conk from uh, Lord of the Flies. Remember? If you wanted to talk, you had to hold oh, it. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Well, I can see holding it. Maybe put it on <laughs> okay. might be a little much each time. <laughs> it's fine. You're fine. Whatever, whatever's clever. No, we're good. We're okay. Good. So it's really basic, you know. I, I I came up with this thing, and I was want I was going coyote hunting, and I was wanting a GoPro, but I couldn't afford one at the time. I still can't. <laughs> it's <laughs> expensive. <laughs> and so I, uh, what I ended up doing is I took my headlamp, and just black taped uh, my my digital camera to it, and I went out and then it worked. You know, I I had a coyote come in about twenty yards. I never got a shot on it. Or, edit or anything but you know i got some footage of it and it, it wasn't good footage because uh, it was an old piece of junk camera but i knew at that point that i need to find I, I was just i was sure there was somebody else out there that had already made something for the application so i went sure. home and tried to look it up and i couldn't find anything anywhere so i figured i was gonna have to make it on my own so i did and and uh started using camcorders with it and that's when i really realized uh the potential that it would have and then from there, it just you know, we just kind of built up uh, better equipment, and, and of course refined it. It took you know, we probably used it for three, three or four years before we finally put it out. And I wish I had some pictures to show you guys of the ones that we used to use. Yeah. And I mean, they were so uncomfortable. You, you, <laughs> you, it was hard to have it on, and our cameras were too big. And um, it it was it took a while to get it down to what we have now. I mean, I was taking apart snow, snowboard boots and using the bindings and stuff oh, and wow. have, so having ratchet straps on there and, and it just wasn't feasible to for one thing produce the product you know because it would cost hundreds of thousands of dollars just for the molds and everything and plus it 
there was just too much to it. We were we would have had to charge way too much. So we went back to the webbing, which is what we originally started with, and uh, and it's more comfortable and it's lightweight. I mean, you can wad that up and and throw it in your pocket, and you're you know you're not going to notice mm-hmm. it all that much. So this is what we've ended up with. Uh, we did have Velcro. We've switched to these these slides. They're a lot quieter in the field. Plus, they're more comfortable. They're a little tougher to get it dialed in right off the right to begin with, but I'm pretty sure everybody that uses it would, they'll uh, they'll agree if they could use the others, yeah. if they could compare them. So we've gone that route, plus they're they're quicker to make and, and less expensive to make that way. So we've been going that route. Um, yeah, and it just kind of went from there, and, and we of course we've developed hats for it as well. As you can see, this hat has the, the opening on the side there, so throw it on here if I can with this microphone. So that goes there on there. So if I'm using a camcorder like this one, I'm going to put it on the side. I'll put it on with the camcorder on it here in a minute. And then the hat just goes right over the top of it. Oh, cool. Just like that. You know, because like, you know, everybody wants to wear a hat when they're hunting. Sure. Yeah. At least 90% of the people. So, yeah, something I've noticed on, like, GoPro vids where it's the the video or, the, or the, where the camera's mounted in the front, mm-hmm. it, the angle's weird, you know, like when guys are, you know, shooting, you know, straight on, whatever, you know, you got point Correct. of view from the, you know, the guy behind the bow. Sometimes you can't even see the target, but having it mount off to the side like that, that's pretty slick. Yeah, yeah when it's on the front of the bow or whatever weapon you're using, mainly bow likes to get in the way mm. of the ant- of the, the target. Which kind Plus of the bill of your purpose. hat and everything, yeah, you, exactly. you know, with wider angle ones. Yeah. yeah, and the way to get around it is you just you wear it on the side of your head, and it will go out um, alongside of the, you know, it won't the bow doesn't get in the way that way as bad. But so, but to your point, with I mean, with the camcorder, the ability to be able to zoom and mm-hmm. and manipulate, you know, your your angle with your setup is a lot more. Yeah, you can dial it right in because right. it's built on a, a ball and socket joint. So it's, you know, with, like, say, the GoPros and most of the, the action cams out there, they're on a hinge design. So it just goes up and down. Grab one of your other ones. We'll uh, While we're talking here, I'll just kind of hold it up um, in front of. All right, so this is, you got, Nate, can we, uh, just for everybody that's watching, we're going to bring a camera in a little bit closer mm-hmm. so we can we can look at the sure. the system here. I gotta imagine the camera, the the uh, camera technology as they've gotten a lot smaller. Like you said when you first started, they oh, were yeah. probably a little bit bigger. Now yeah. it's, I mean, you you probably how much? Well, do you do you still have your first uh, solid? Oh yeah, the, the very first one. Oh like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, the I had to put my snowboard bindings back together, you know, so I could <laughs> use them. So so I don't really have those models anymore. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I've got you know I made them out of clay. You know the clay you like. Yeah. You know, cut it out mm-hmm. and. And fire it in the oven and wow, stuff. Really? That's how I first wow. originally developed it, and and I did it much like the with the hinge design. Grab um, that side so we can see the, the ball joint system. Yeah, I used it on that hinge design to begin with, and then I realized, you know, you get to looking around and mm-hmm. uh, on the internet and you know Alibaba, all mm-hmm. that. I don't know if you guys ever heard much oh, yeah. about that yeah. stuff. And this is where we bought all this audio equipment. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so. You know, I got to looking around, and so this the piece here. You know, this is the only piece that comes from China. 
Okay. Um, which there's really not even an option in the U.S. to, you know, I could ma- have it made myself, but it's going to cost me hundreds of thousand dollars just right. to, to get the parts. So, right. so that piece does come from China. Like I said, there's no other option. Everything else, though, is made right here in the U.S. Yeah. This, uh, the strap actually comes from Corvallis, which that's oh, really? just up or down Oregon. the road, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just oh, up, yeah. yeah, yeah strap works. Right by it. Strap works is who builds that. And I, I wish I would have known I was doing that because I just ordered a bunch. They're doing free shipping right now anyway, so it doesn't matter. But. Well, where does the plastic part come from? <laughs> this plastic piece here is made in the Tri-Cities. Okay. Uh, Richland, yeah, Washington. Kennewick, yeah, yep. yep. And the uh, head plates, they come from, or the the uh, the foam there. It's either Portland or Seattle. IR foam. I think it's Seattle area. Um, and that's basically all the parts. Uh, I guess... The tri-glide slides, those do come from China as well, right. which is really no other option. If you yeah. buy them here in the States, they got them from China. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's, it's kind of how all that stuff works. Yeah. So, but you, know, you, you like sourced as much as you could from yeah. from the U.S. Yeah, especially with me doing, you know, small runs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm not mm-hmm. selling a million of them right. a week or anything. So mm-hmm. to until, just be able to until do this it. podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Until be now, ready. Sure. Be ready for the bump. Yeah, I wish I would have stocked up a little better. So... <laughs> well that's good. so i mean it was born out of necessity then mm-hmm. i mean you went out you wanted to do a, a self-filmed hunt and basically yeah, what you it saw it came you, out because i was cheap you yeah. know i didn't want to have to buy a, a different camera yeah and uh yeah. you know so then i got going on this and you know i can think of all the things i could have done instead of this <laughs> i'd maybe be sitting a little better at this point but <laughs> i've had a lot of fun doing it yeah and you've got a lot of people obviously out there using your product mm-hmm. yeah that's a good feeling you know when yeah. somebody buys your product and yeah and says how much they like it and whatnot or you know shows you the footage they got with it mm-hmm. that's that's a pretty cool thing yeah and we talk about you know we talk about hunting but i mean i'm i'm thinking uh i think i have watched a couple uh, fishing videos but mm-hmm. I mean, this kind of, you know, this will spread into, I can foresee it spreading into a lot of stuff. I mean, guys, whatever, riding dirt bikes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we make we make <coughs> I mean, models that can go on helmets. Yeah. You know, just, it's just a bigger model, basically. We really? still use the Velcro for, for helmets just because you can really cinch it down a lot harder. Yeah. And we spray a little bit of sticky, contact sticky stuff on the, the head plates just so it sticks better to helmets. But yeah, you can shake the, the helmet as hard as you can. I have yet to have one come off. Right. That's I mean, cool. these, are, well these would take off in your competitive crocheting class, Nader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get everybody, I mean, really <laughs> Adult get, like, coloring. point of view. Yeah. You know, cross hitch, cross hitch, cross hitch, cross hitch. Boom. Whoop, trip <laughs> tail. <laughs> um, how, cool, how cool would that be in rodeo, though? That would be oh, cool yeah. in rodeo. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, yeah. And I've, <clears throat> yeah, I've had one guy sent me a, yeah. a video that was, he Bull was riding? roping. Yeah, bull so what's been flat. what's been the most be uh, what's been the coolest endorsement or at least the use of your product outside of hunting and fishing that you've seen? Keep it, keep it, keep, keep it, it clean. PG. Yeah, outside of uh, any adult film any, stars or yeah. yes. <laughs> yes uh, Other than hunting and fishing, it's you know we, that's basically all we've really been pushing it towards. There's. Uh, you know, that's what really outcompetes the competition. When there's there's so much other stuff out there for the action sports that. You know, we just really haven't been pushing that as much. You know, the GoPro is kind of the the big the big thing. But even for action sports, do you feel like I mean that they're you know GoPro and some of these other 
basically them. Are they getting this because of their name? I mean, I feel like what I've seen out of your videos, I mean, you're getting better content. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, when it comes to the hunting and fishing. Right. When, it, when it comes to snowmobiling, stuff like that, you know, I still want them to use our strap, but, you know, so they don't have to glue anything on their, their camera or on their, their helmet. Right. But, you know, to put a, a $500 camcorder on your snowmobile helmet and go plow through powder, you know, it's probably not going to hold up quite yeah. like a GoPro would. Right. You know, or okay. you can use, uh, you know, digital cameras. They've got a lot of waterproof digital cameras out there that work just fine as well. But, you know, the the GoPro's definitely got the market, but there's lots of them out there. You got the contours and the drift and, you know, there's tons of them out there. A lot of generic ones as well that do probably just as good a job. People try to knock you off yet? Not really. You yeah. know, there's, there's one camera... Another one on uh, on Amazon that somebody's selling, you know, a China special, and uh, and it looks all right, but it's it's made out of elastic, which you know, no matter what type of elastic you're using, you're going to get a lot more floppage. You know, it's going <laughs> to bounce around. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you can see how sturdy yeah. that is right yeah. there. I mean, yeah. I, I'm pulling about as hard as I can on that. If I if that was Velcro, I could pull it all the way down, or yeah. if it was elastic. You know, I'd just be able to pull it all the way down. So and that's the main reason why we don't use elastic. And a lot of people ask why we don't. And once you wear it and get it dialed in and everything, it's it's pretty obvious why we don't. Yeah. Kind of you know? counters any vibration dampening or reduction. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. It's and the the velcro or the elastic ones they bounce around and they stretch out and you know over time they stretch out. Yeah. So you're always having to adjust them, and, and they wear out fast. I mean, I, we have yet to have one of these wear out, even on us, and, and we wear them a lot. The camera side, I mean, you can you can mount a GoPro to that, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, So definitely. like, So in the GoPro mounts that I own, um, that same kind of deal. It's just, it's just, it's awkward, you know, like mm -hmm. for fishing or whatever. You got a chest mount, it's, it's just all, you see your hands, you know, you right. see, sure. you see a, a exquisitely performed cast obviously mm -hmm. um, but uh it's just it's unmanicured it's, fingernails it, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. but if something happens over yeah. here right you just your don't chest isn't it. Gonna it, get it that but if you turn your head you're getting it right sure. and you it just know. seems to me that that it's more you know it's more uh, in, intuitive it seems more natural mm -hmm. like if i'm watching that you know i don't know that's well that brings us my the whole other aspect to your product is the fact that you can and with some skill take it off and and you you can film mm -hmm. now you can film at you know from your point of view sure anything you want mm -hmm. you can zoom and which you can't really do with anything else out there not quickly anyway yeah exactly how, how yeah. long did it take you to get good at that well i'll uh credit my brother for that one he was really the one that that did it first and he just kind of did it instinctively it just happened and uh and I will take the blame for him not getting a good video out of it because he used my camera, and for some reason, it zoomed in on him. You can see him walking, getting ready to, you know, going on the stock, and it just kind of starts to slowly zoom in as he's walking. Oh. And, uh, you know, so when it came down to the time for the shot, it was on, like, 300 power zoom. So it was just a bunch of <laughs> static, basically. Oh, he got really good sound, but he just instinctively took the thing off. He got a really good shot, about 25-yard shot on a buck. He was up above him. And it went running down the hillside, and he took it off and flipped open the screen. And, of course, it was junk, you know. But he yeah. zoomed out and then got right back on it. So you, just as the deer fell over. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it nice. would have been a perfect video. And I was on. I was right across the canyon filming from the other side. And, 
it, it would have been a really sweet video had that not happened. And we, we really haven't even done anything with the video since then because yeah, I've been too busy working on ones that actually show you know how well the product works not yeah. not a mistake but yeah it was all camera you know the straps not gonna isn't gonna be the problem you know it's gonna be the equipment you're using you know we're using crappy cameras and you know yeah. old standard definition and you know i think i got it at bymart or something and and it you know it was better than no camera that's for sure but the zoom in the zoom part really really hurt him on that one but yeah he was the one that first did that that zoom in afterwards and and once even though the footage didn't turn out great for the shot just having that zoom in yeah really realize let us realize that hey this that's definitely the way to do it yeah you know that really that's what sets us apart from the competition is being able to do that yeah, yeah. so just to reiterate your you got your your camera mounted on the side of your on your of your head mm -hmm. on the solid mount you're shooting what we're explaining is you uh whatever you have a bull come in Mule deer, draw back, take yeah, the shot. Get the shot, put the bow down, and the whole thing comes off. Right. Flip open the can the the screen, and then you're then you're mm -hmm. zooming in. Slip. Then you're the cameraman. Yeah. So if yeah. you're watching, if you if anybody's watching the the uh, the video, do that one more time. Do it do it in a in a quick manner. So just reenact a, a shot, just like you would. Yeah. <clears throat> Good form, naturally. All right. Don't so slouch. Get, make sure you get your bubble. <laughs> your, bu yeah. your bubble's sure. right. <laughs> sure, the buck stands up. You get the draw back, you know, and then you're sitting there waiting for him to give you the shot. Right. You get the shot. He takes off running. And as soon as you know you're not going to get another shot, right. obviously if you're going to get another shot, don't go taking that camera off. Right. And you can see some of our videos where we do get another shot and we just throw it back on and, and get the shot. But so you get the shot. Bow goes down. Camera comes off. Screen yeah, comes yeah. open, and yeah. then yeah. you're filming. So within, awesome. you know, one, if once you get it instinctual, you know, yeah. practice a little bit. Once you really get it down, the uh, you know, it all happens just without even thinking about it anymore. Yeah, one of my favorite uh, deer hunts um, was one where I think it was you, unless you and your brother look a lot alike. We do. All right. Well, you shot a buck. You know, came you know, buck got up, came mm -hmm. out from underneath this like uh, basalt, you know, sure. rim, yeah, rim shot, rim. and then boom, camera came off. Buck goes down across the draw, and you know, whoever it was, whether that it was, was you or your brother, yeah, okay, yeah, I thought it had to be you. Mm -hmm. It matches all my posters. You know, you don't quit. You you know, you're able to just just like you said, instinctually take that off and zoom in on that buck, and you actually got the the fall. And it was awesome. Yeah, and it I was think death there's, on video. I mean, there at Bowtech, there's like high fives and chest bumps right oh, yeah. there in the office. Yeah, yeah. Jake's like, I know that guy. Even I though I wasn't, I wasn't shooting a Bowtech. Number. I wasn't shooting a Bowtech in that particular film. But and he said, okay. "We got to get that guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got to get him on our team." <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, that deer would have awesome. dropped twenty feet sooner. Exactly. Yeah, so. yeah. but uh, any really cool. any bow kill is awesome. Yeah, exactly. Well, we were talking, we were discussing before that. Uh, before you got here, Nate was asking about your uh, your best and worst on <laughs> on camera uh, solid moment. Mm -hmm. One you'd like to have back, and one that, like, man, this is going to be hard to top. Well, that's probably. Was oh, that it, Nate? That would yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Man, well, that's one of the best. That's that's probably if I point somebody at a video to watch that's the one i tell them to watch just because you get all aspects of what we do you know you get the the before shot footage from across the canyon we're zooming in and and getting that that stuff and then we i set the camera up and and went around the canyon you know so and I you just live left in, it sitting there. you live in eastern 
Eastern Washington is where I live. Okay. But, you know, when I'm looking out my, my window, I can see more of Idaho than okay. Washington. It's just right on the border. Kind of the southeast corner of Washington. You got Oregon, Idaho, and Washington right in that area. Hills Canyon type area. It's it's really neat neat country. A lot of a lot of animals, uh, a lot of fishing. Uh, it's a great spot to live for one thing. Not that everybody should rush over there. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, Washington, Washington's out of you know non-residents, very expensive. I yeah. Hear. yeah, it's tough, it's tough town. So don't even. No, I wouldn't even bother. Really, focus on more if southern. There's states. there's some good spots in Washington <laughs> if if you're a, if you're a resident, right? You know, if you're just buying an over-the-counter tag, <laughs> right? Then, yeah, it's 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 got some some bucks and some yeah. bulls. It's well, got we, some really big bulls. We appreciate the invite. We really do. Yeah, sure. it's been really we'll be nice. there next September. You bet. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be, but uh, it's right. doesn't matter. Elsewhere in September, <laughs> but you know we've got some late hunts that I do in Washington that are a yeah. lot of fun. I've got I've got quite a bit of private property close to town there that Perfect. I get to hunt. Yeah, see you there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we definitely do some coyote hunting on it. Yeah, you know, there's tons of coyotes around. So talk a little bit about that. I mean, you you have some phenomenal uh, YouTube videos mm-hmm. on you killing with uh, with bow, mm-hmm. archery kills, uh, coyote, some doubles. I mean, I remember the first time. Well, not the first time, but one of the first times I talked to you. You you know you were explaining, and I was so jealous because it was you know whatever time of year it was. But you were you were saying like you know gosh you know I'm I'm hunting pretty much every day, if it's not for obviously anything that's in season with with elk and deer. Your your predator hunting, mm-hmm. you know, your coyote hunting, and you seem to have that pretty well dialed in. Which with your system, your solvent system, it's man, it's <laughs> match put it on, put it on and go. Yeah, you know, and there's a lot to it. You know, it, we make it look easy, and it is once you get the hang of it. You now we don't we don't really put much forth much effort than just hunting. To tell you the truth, you know, we just hunt and and get good video. But for the a guy first starting out, it's you can't expect to go out and get the best video ever, yeah. you know, yeah. unless something crazy happens and it could. Uh, but, you know, you're not, I don't want people to think they're going to get this and be putting out videos like we do right off the bat. It takes, it definitely takes some practice. Yeah. Um, and just getting, getting everything dialed in, lined up right. You know, most people you see their first videos and it's hanging off to the side and you can just barely see the deer or yeah. something. And, but they make the correction and the next time, you know, it gets a little better and, and, Really, before you know it, it's everything just becomes instinctual, and you just do it. And it, like I said, it does. It doesn't feel like we're packing around a bunch of cameras and taking up an, an, a lot of extra time. You know, you won't see much cinematography in our videos and stuff like that. We're just not that we're not into that stuff. I don't mind watching it, but we just don't want to take the time to do it. Right? You know, we're <laughs> we're lazy when it comes to that. We want to hunt. You know, yeah. we're not out there to to mess around. You know, it's, you know, and if you got, if you had a cameraman that was just dedicated to doing that, then that's one thing, but. Yeah. Well, then it, it's not filming yourself. Yeah, exactly. Experience at that you point. Know, yeah, yeah. We try and do it, film it yourself if we can. And, and even if, if we do have one or one of us filming the other, then we're still not doing a whole lot of cinematography. We're just using basic camcorders. Yeah. It's, we, we're low budget hunters, I guess is what you could say. And, uh, you know, just like most of us. Yeah. And uh, you know, we don't we don't have the time for one thing to be setting all that stuff up and we don't have the equipment to do it. Yeah, I'm sure we could do quite a bit with this, but you know, if I gotta see boots splashing in a mud puddle again, you know, it's yeah. we've seen all that <laughs> stuff, you know. Sure. Nah, I didn't quite get it. Go yeah. back. Yeah, go exactly. Back. Go back. Yeah. yeah.
No, that's a good point because I think all of us sitting around the table, um, Nate's probably the most cognizant of getting good footage out there, whether it's, you know, B-roll stuff. Um, me probably second. Then a very distant third is John who, you know, could have the hunt of a lifetime and be like, well, I don't know. I, did you get any? Did you even get any still pictures, John? <laughs> no, no, no. Why? Cell Why? phone battery died. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but... Sorry. Here he is laying on the ground mm-hmm. all yeah, by himself. Yeah. It's all caped out. Yeah. You know, just yeah. <laughs> the cape hanging over a tree. Exactly. Which, um, but so you bring up a good point. Um, people, I think, in general kind of suck at film it yourself, mm-hmm. at least to begin with. So do you have any, I mean, you've done it long enough. Do you have any tips, tricks that you can share with? So, you know, they don't completely airball that first, you know, yeah, fifty inch whitetail that they sure. have. Sure, and so we've got some videos on our on our website of you know how to set it up, mm-hmm. and so for when I'm doing it, you know the hardest part when somebody's first starting is just getting it, the camera lined up because with these camcorders we don't have quite the field of view that the the GoPros and stuff do, so those are a little easier to get set up. But the good thing about these is you can take a you know do a drawback or shoulder your weapon or whatever, and then just watch it. You know, so you can check yourself before you go out and do it. You know, and and you're gonna want to do that maybe for the first season or so. But once you get the hang of it anymore, I just I just throw it on and go. You know, because we've got some anchor points and whatnot dialed in. And so like if I'm if I'm hunting with this thing, see how my my thumb right there is yeah. right in between my head and my camera. That's where I need it to be for so when I draw back the oh. cam- the camera's oh, yeah. lined up with my. See, this whole time we were sitting here, I'm thinking to myself that that's way off. Yeah, like not. Obviously, yep. that you were set up, but I, I, in my mind, mm-hmm. I was looking at that, and I'm like, "That's got to be way off." I mean, if he was going to actually record something, he'd be in left field. Sure, but that. But you want to be in left field when you field. when you anchor the in, kill like, shot. Okay, is going to be perfect. Though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, and so, say we got a coyote coming in, or a bull elk coming in screaming, or something. You're going to want to hold your head to the side just a little bit, you know, if you want to get that f- footage of them coming in. Which that's just another thing that once you do it a couple times, it's it's not a big deal. Yeah. Uh, if you're a partial deaf in the right ear like I am, it's, it's going to work out <laughs> yeah. for you anyway. Exactly. <laughs> that would be a cool video to have somebody else filming <laughs> filming you as that animal comes in and, you know, it bugles and you're like, <laughs> you turn off to the side. Well, you, it could, doesn't take much, you know. So if yeah. I'm if I'm hunt, hunting and you're the, the bull elk coming in, I'm just like that. You know, it doesn't take much at all. Probably, and you usually, usually you're doing that anyway, you know. Most people are putting their head down thinking yeah. they're – they're uh you know not wanting to make eye contact right and sure stuff. so you're usually doing something like that anyway damn the opposite i I try to look them right in the eye yeah i like I to the establish dominance <laughs> right then and there <laughs> come to you you see the white of my eyes you start pissing all over yourself too <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm the dominant male here yeah, that's horrible well, cool cool um do you have any like camera recommendations for the camcorder side of it or definitely yeah so we all all the camcorders we go with are panasonics and not because they necessarily take better video or have a better zoom or all this stuff it's they mostly just discount. because yeah like, they are <laughs> <a sponsor>. <laughs> <laughs> i haven't even got that i can't even i tried to break into their company and i just they just send you around and circles You don't speak and stuff. the right language for that. Right? Yeah, apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> don't know the right people or something, you know. And I would like. I wish I could say I got a discount or free Chris cameras Jackson's or son. something. <laughs> yeah. Ah, Chris Jackson's son. How are you doing? I'm sorry. That's horrible. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I wish we could say we're sponsored by him, but we're yeah, not. Yeah. You know, if we don't get anything for saying 
Panasonic. Uh, it's strictly because they work the best with the system. So let me put the... So this is the, the HCV770. This is about as big as we'd recommend. Mm -hmm. And mainly for people that have graduated from something like this and then go to this. If you want the best footage possible, and that's just how it's going to be, then go with this. You know, it's however a person wants to do it. But for the most part, I suggest people start with a, a lighter camera because if it's not on your head, then it doesn't matter. You know, so if it's, if it's uncomfortable enough that you're not wearing it, then it's not even worth having, you know. So I say mm, sure. go with something that's lightweight and comfortable. You know, like this right here, I can't even tell it's on there hardly. You know, and I go, I do sport shows and stuff, so I'll be wearing this thing for five or six days straight. And, of course, I'm, I'm used to it all, but like I said, it's not, it doesn't weigh much more than a, a GoPro, mm. you know. So, but with these camcorders, the Panasonic, you see, I open it up, and it turns itself on. Okay. So yeah, I don't have to push a power button or anything, you know, because otherwise with some of the, like the Canons, for instance, it has a power button. So you open it up, then you have to hit the power button. So it's one more button you got to push. And usually the power button is not like the record button. It's, it, you know, it's some little tiny button in here that you got to find. And sure. once you get the hang of it, it's probably not a big deal. Uh, the Sony's, you have to turn it on as well. Um, but the other thing with these camcorder or with the Panasonic's, so I hit record. I keep it so it has a really light beep. So that way you can hear that it's actually going. And you can see I even put duct tape over the microphone. Oh, sure. <laughs> okay. You know, Muffle so it's, it some yeah. More. yeah, I mean, could, can you guys hear that much? Yeah. Put it, put it, yeah, right, barely. Put, put it in front of your, uh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. yeah you can bad. barely hear it. But when it's on your, right above your ear, you can. Yeah, right. And, you know, so that way you know that camera's going. Because if there's no beep, you're just kind of like, I hope it's going. Right. Yeah. You know, with this one, it's got an automatic lens on the front, so sometimes I'll reach up and, you know, just touch the touch the lens that just it to make up. sure it's open. Right. Because if it's open, it's recording. Mm -hmm. um, so now that I hit record, I can close that, and it's going to keep recording. Oh, okay. So with the Sony's, you can't do that. It, as soon as you shut it, it'll shut down. I see. You know, so either you got to leave the screen open, or you can flip that over and then close it. All of them will close like that, but. Okay. You know, that's not ideal to have that, you know, sure. illuminating out the side yeah. of your head. <laughs> right. Um, Glare some people else. with the Sony's, they'll put a, you know, a piece of construction tape or something over, or construction paper over a piece of cardboard or something, you know, just to, to knock that down or just leave it open. You know, you can just leave it open like that and film with it as well. But so that's, those are the main reasons why we like the Panasonic, just because they, they work the best with the system. They do... You know, in my side-by-side -side comparisons I've done, they seem to have a little bit better zoom as well. Um, but really, as long as you're within the certain price ranges, they're all pretty comparable. You know, you're not going to be able to tell a difference footage-wise hmm. for the most part. Uh, the Canons, they will, most of the Canons will, you can close the screen. You just have to hit that power button first and then, and then hit record, then close the screen. But it's an extra step. Yeah, yeah. So if if you know if you already have a Sony or if you already have a Canon or or whatever, then use that for sure. Uh, but if you're buying brand new to get going, you know, definitely consider the Panasonic. Hmm. And they're about you know they're right in there with the price as far as the others as well. You got any big hunts planned for this uh, this coming up year? You said well, you so when I'm okay, so when I'm sleeping on your couch in September and you're mm -hmm. at your house, and Jake will be on the floor, Nate will be in his camper, and he toes everywhere. <laughs> uh, 
you know, you're going to be out of state? Well, say day. hi to my kids for me because I'm probably not going to be there. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to be out of state. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'll probably be in Idaho. You know, I, yeah. I do hunt a lot of Idaho. I've, I've, I went to school in Idaho and lived in Idaho uh, before I got married. So I've got a lifetime license in Idaho, which puts oh, nice. me into the, you know, the, the, the resident draw odds or nice. better that way. Plus, you know, in Idaho, you, and this year might be different because of the winter kill and stuff, but up until yeah. this year, you, you know, you could hunt, you could get two deer and two elk. Yeah. Um, so that helps, um, which, you know, you're, it's tough enough just to get one of each, right. Right, let alone two of each. So <laughs> sure. I have yet to get, you know, all four in one season. Um, Shoot, I don't even know if I've gotten two deer in a year. Well, I got yeah, one year I got Is that one white tail. Yeah, well, or two anything. Two anything. Yeah, a lot elk of elk and deer. Yeah, yeah. You one half even have one a, as a non-res, you can do that, right? Yeah. I mean, you just got to go yeah, because I'm a non-resident. So right. the the first one, if you're a resident, the first one is a resident tag, and then the second one is a non-resident tag. So even if you're a resident, so you, you have to buying, pay the you have to pay yeah. the out-of-state price, and that's just because they didn't sell out. Sure. If they sell out of tags, then you can't do that. Gotcha. Um, which they haven't sold out in several years, but they were selling out there, you know, a while back. You know, come er, uh, early two thousands and stuff, they were selling out. Gotcha. Uh, but that's kind of gone down lately, and I don't know if they've sold out for a few years. When in Idaho too, you can use you can buy a like they have tiers in terms of the species, right? So you can you can use say a, an elk tag on a deer. No. But you can use a bear tag, an out-of-state bear tag, or an out-of-state uh, wolf tag, or an out-of-state uh, cougar tag. You can use on a deer or an elk. Okay. Or you can use a deer or an elk tag on oh, a cougar. Oh, it works yeah. for predators. Then. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. You gotcha. can't. Okay. Yeah, you can't swap with deer or elk, but you can swap that deer tag. You can put that deer tag on a cougar. Gotcha. If it's a non, but it has to be a non-resident deer tag. Right. As far as I know. So speaking of wolves, I mean that's got to be probably a bucket list thing for you, I would imagine. Yeah, I, I've yet to it. I've yet to get it done. I haven't tried a whole lot. Right. Have um, you seen them out there? I have yet to see one. Yeah. And I'm in the element. You know, I talk yeah. to I talk to people that don't even hunt. You know, they just go up camping and they see them all the time. But yeah. Yeah, I've yet <laughs> yeah. to see one. I've been close to them. You know, they've been howling within a hundred yards. But you know, a lot, especially that northern Idaho stuff, is so brushy that yeah. If if you're not within ten yards, you're probably not going to see them. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I I know a lot of people that hunt them, and a lot of people that do it really uh, efficiently up there too. And there's you know it's it's pretty liberal up there now with with uh, wolf seasons. I mean the the northern Idaho, a lot of that's open year round. Yeah. Really. Uh, with <laughs> I don't even know if there's a quota anymore. So is it uh, one wolf per hunter a year? One wolf per tag. Can and you carry two tags at once? I don't know about that for I'm sure. Just, I'm just, but I'm just. I know one guy that said he got he shot four this last season. Wow! And they were, you know, he just go buy another tag. Wow! Yeah. I was just thinking of the possibilities. You got. Uh, I would venture to say, I haven't haven't researched this, but you probably have more double coyote archery kills than anybody mm. on YouTube. I would say two. We've got two of them on there, which is which, which is, is two more than yeah. anybody. <laughs> Definitely with archery. <laughs> yeah, but I was just thinking, man, double wolf kill. Yeah, that would be cool, dude. Wow. Yeah. Oh, we get yeah. all kinds of flack for shooting yeah. coyotes. You know, you only imagine. Okay, so that that's a good point. Um, what what kind of 
what kind of heat are you getting uh, for your videos? Well, the people, the hunters just think it's the greatest thing ever. You Actually. know, they want to hear a coyote yelp. Because it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're all over <laughs> it. And then they, the hunters know what coyotes are all about. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's well, a different story, too. Well, you're not doing anything illegal. You're, you know, you have, you have tags and... Yeah, it's part of management anything. of mm-hmm. the game species. Too. There's yeah. a reason I mean, why they're op- they're open year round without limits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know, for one thing, they're they're harmful on the game and livestock, and for the other thing, you're not gonna you're not gonna kill them all. Yeah, you know they tried that when they got rid of the wolves. Oh, they're the the cockroach of the you know. Yeah, the, the, mm-hmm. they say overhunting actually makes their population grow. Yeah, because it triggers some sort of biological response, mm-hmm. and they have to larger more. litters and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and if you shoot the the alpha male or you know the patriarch or whatever, however they do their things, and uh, you know then it opens up a whole another group to to mate. So you can actually get a lot more mating at the same time. Right. Which right really spikes the population, which I don't think, I guess, is necessarily a good thing, a population <laughs> spike. But, you know, it seems like there's more and more people coyote hunting, but there seems to be more and more coyotes. Yeah. You know, they definitely haven't gotten any less coyotes. Yeah, you think about yeah. the number of, of coyotes, even that you've probably taken in your life. And, you know, some of the people, we, we did a podcast uh, that with, with a gentleman, and uh, he was a... A big he he loved to shoot carp, you know. Mm-hmm. But he also, and his when he wasn't on the boat, he was shooting coyotes, you know. And it's like you think about even even a seasoned coyote hunter, you know, they're taking. I mean, what's what's a good year for you? For me, not very many because I bow hunt them right, so much, right. you know. Okay, and I'm, so an average guy <sighs> with a rifle. With a rifle, you could you could shoot a hundred a year. Yeah, I c- I could. Not, I but, think I mean, that's that's what. You're not you're not even scratching the surface. Mm-hmm. No, no, and and really to be successful with with calling coyotes in, you have to have a lot of different spots. You know, you, I have most of my spots I only hit maybe two times a year. Uh, so that way, the you know you're not calling the same coyotes over and over. Right. And they move around quite a bit, so you can you can get away away with quite a bit, but. Um, you know, it's just your private land where you know nobody else is calling, and yeah. then I really like to strategize how I do it and, and not overcall anywhere. You know, because when I go out, I've got wife and kids and career and all this stuff, so I need to make the most of my time. Yeah, you know, I'm not out there just calling just to be out there for one thing. You know, I I got to go out and get get video, and uh, you know, so if you out- overdo your sp- stuff, then it's it's only going to deteriorate from there. Sure. Just like anything else, mm-hmm. you oversit your favorite deer stand, and pretty soon it's exactly not your favorite yeah. deer stand. The dogs seems like get they wise. rebound. They rebound a lot quicker, yeah. though. Well, and every year there's a new crop yeah. of coyotes. You know, and a eight month old coyote looks the same as a four year old coyote. Sure. You know, it's you know I've got a couple on there that you know one of those doubles. One looks like a pup. You know, to somebody that doesn't know what they're talking about. But yeah. it was, you know, it was a springtime, so it lost its hair, and and just the fact that it was a springtime tells you it wasn't a pup. You know, because if it was a pup, it'd only be this tall. Right. Yeah. And uh, you know, I get a lot of a lot of heat from that on that video. You know, yeah. I can't believe you shot a puppy. Yeah. Like, well, it's not really a puppy. It's a you know, yeah. the coyotes in in that area. Probably seventeen to twenty-seven pounds is about the average range, especially for a female. You know, is twenty-pound female is probably about an average female, and 
And that's not a very big dog. You know, you look no. at anybody's dog, their home dog, and yeah. a, a 20 pound dog is a little dog. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when they've got a bunch of hair, they look obviously yeah. bigger. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's. Do you try to respond to those people? Um, sometimes, you know, yeah, it's... I've got some, you know, I'll copy and paste is <laughs> what I usually do anymore <laughs> just cause I've already made the point, you know, yeah. and, yeah. and just to keep, and it's, I don't really care about those people cause you're not going to change their mind. Um, but it's more just for the, uh, you know, YouTube as far as, you know, they want to see you responding to comments. And then, you know, these, these people that go on there and, and complain about it, they think that they're, you know, and they hit dislike and whatever. And, but when they, they put on there, I can't believe you hunt coyotes. You know, that's just like, that's what exactly what I need, you know, cause they're putting keywords into my videos Yeah, and they think <laughs> they're doing a, me a disfavor, but they're really, you know, yeah. Yeah. YouTube wants interaction. Yeah. So that's actually helping me out a lot, you know, and then other people get on there and say their point about, you know, why it's good to shoot coyotes and, yeah. you know, so they're using all those keywords and, yeah. you know, and that's how you get the views is just having keywords in there and, and interaction, you know, and the best thing that, that anti-hunters could do is just to click on your video, watch it for, you know, 20 seconds and then hit dislike and leave. Yeah. Which is probably what most of them do, but that, that would be the, the best thing they could do for their cause. You know, cause like I said, that interaction is good for us. You know, I tell, yeah, I talk away, you know, if it's, if they come out and every other words an F bomb and stuff, then I'll usually delete those. Yeah. I'm not sure, but I don't think YouTube likes that either. You know, they want to at least keep it somewhat. Um, and they, they've got little bots that go through all that stuff and crawl all the comments and, and links and all that stuff. And you know, they see all that stuff. There's a lot more to it than what, when, than what the average person thinks. Sure. And they generally hold don't. you accountable for moderating your own comment yeah, feeds? Yeah, I, I think so. You know, I do it um, just because they want to see that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, sense. we definitely uh, we definitely get some some <laughs> comments for sure. Yeah. But that's just that's just how it's going to be. You know, there's a yeah. lot more anti-hunters out there than there are hunters. Mm-hmm. You know, but there's also a lot of people that aren't hunters that that do see the value of hunting. I mean, yeah. and for for somebody to deny it, it's they they obviously haven't looked into well, that's, it too much. That makes it all the more important for you to respond to those mm-hmm. too, so that the the people that are in the middle of the road can understand sure. the purpose. Yeah. You know, you're just not out killing coyotes mm-hmm. for the sake of killing. It's part of overall population control for other yeah. species too. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It doesn't matter what you do out there. You're gonna have your haters. You know, mm-hmm. whether you're sure. posting that kind of stuff or you know, Jake and Nate's passions pass uh, passion. Swimsuit calendar, mm-hmm. you know, you'll have your haters. You guys had, you guys got tore up on that one. We did, Nate specifically. We did, yeah. we did. Mr. June. Mr. June. <laughs> that probably should have been oh. December. Too much. Probably, <laughs> probably, probably <laughs> poor call on our part. <laughs> so, what, what's your favorite? Uh, I mean, if you got to pick, you know, if you're like, hey, I can only go after one filmable critter this this year. What is it going to be? Mule deer, probably. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily early or late. Like, ve- I, let me rephrase that. Velvet. Velvet or rut. Velvet includes all of September, correct? Yes, that would include that. Okay. The early, early season. season's definitely better for the filming aspect. Mm-hmm. You know, those, because we like to set up a, a, an extra camera if we can. Mm-hmm. It really ties the video together if you can, if you can have an extra camera going. 
um, with those mule deer rut hunts, you can set up a camera, but they're not going to be in that frame for very long. Right. You know, cause they're moving around so much and a lot of mule deer rut hunts is there's a lot of luck involved, not so much good luck, but you know, or a lot of bad luck not involved is what it really comes down to <laughs> when it comes to, it's to a good way to put it late yeah. mule deer hunting. I had less bad luck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, you're just looking for a, a window of, less bad luck yeah. you know because they're going to move on you they're all there's always a bunch of other does you know if you can find a if you can find a velvet muley hanging out all by himself yeah at you know you watch him bed down and depending on the bed you know a lot of times they're going to be there all day and so you've got all day to get over there and sneak in really quietly and you know whereas with with rat hunts you can go over there and they're going to be right where you just left yeah you know so it's it makes it a lot tougher especially when it comes to filming this year i i had a tough uh or this last year i had a tough uh mule deer hunt uh, i actually I hit one on the last day just skimmed the hair off its back at 20 yards and it was the one i'd been chasing all season and had great video of it and everything so that was that was kind of a bummer there i did get my biggest elk though so that was good, cool. um, and I cool. do like elk hunting a lot, but they're not as camera friendly as the mule deer are, you know, because they're just not in the open areas near as much, or at least where I do the majority of my elk hunting is northern Idaho. And like I said, if you can see twenty yards, you're in a, you're in an opening. Yeah, you know, it's about like hunting out here. Yeah, you know, maybe not quite as many thorns and stuff, yeah. but uh, you know, it's thick. Yeah. So yeah, I would mm, say, I would say cool. mule deer is is def, is that and you you can see from our videos that's where our our best videos are are our mule deer hunts. Aside from the from the coyotes, I guess. Yeah, and people definitely like the coyote videos. That's is, some of our highest views are our coyote videos. Is that uh, is that elk hunt up on the the Not tube? Yeah. Uh, so we've got a a TV show going on right now. Oh, cool. It's called Bone Shack Outdoors, and we just kind of partnered up with them. Um, they're, they're a good group of guys, and but they, they need more footage, you know, like everybody does. Yeah. So we got in with them, and, and so we've got some videos, and that's going on right now um, during this quarter, 8 o'clock Eastern time on the Pursuit Channel on Sundays. Oh, cool. So and that's awesome. I'd say we've got close to probably 50% of the footage on there between my brother and I. And uh, so we're just kind of waiting for those to air, and then we're going to start dumping them on YouTube. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Cool. So, which we'll start dumping them here soon. As soon as I get back home, I'm going to start putting a few out that nobody's seen yet. Cool. Unless they watch the Bone Shack. Bone Shack, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's nice. been a fun project. Where are those guys from? They're, we're kind of all, from all over the place. There's, there's a few of us down in New Mexico, um, and then... Oh, I think there's three or four guys over in the, the East Coast, Virginia and West Virginia, stuff like that. So it's just kind of a group of guys from all over the place. Are mm -hmm. they all using their solvids? They've got them. Yeah. I don't know if they're using yeah. them or not. Yeah. But um, You find it's harder to get the whitetail guys to, to buy into self-filming, like this style? Yeah, somewhat. You know, because a lot of them are tree stand hunting, so mm -hmm. they can use tree arms and stuff. But, you know, at least 50% of our – cells are going over there oh really because you know, there's so many more of them yeah um ideally they're bet it the way we use it anyway on the ground spot mm -hmm. and stock yeah you know because then you just put it on when it's time to use it yeah you know it's if you're sitting in a tree stand 
you know, and it depends on the tree stand, I guess, but you could put it on when you, when you feel like you need to. Right. Um, it's just definitely going to more chance of getting the footage when it happens if you've got it on already. You know, yeah. most people, if, they, if it's not on and you see a deer coming in, that's probably going to be the last thing you're going to think of. Yeah. Which is fine with me. As long as you got one, I don't care, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'd rather they got it on video. <laughs> well, I mean, you, uh, I mean, you look at uh, – there's quite a few products out there that mounted the bow. Mm-hmm. And those are cool, but mm-hmm. as soon as as soon as soon that you touch that trigger off, it's just blurry. Sure. You really don't yeah. see anything. Yeah, you don't get to mm-hmm. see the impact or anything. I mean, this yeah. – the great thing with like you the know, salt, you said, it seems like it'd be so much, you know, well, more efficient. And yeah, and it's gonna follow you wherever yeah. you look. So. Yeah, exactly. In addition to you know, maybe you still got that camera on the tree arm, but this this you know, yeah, point there, of view is. There's is, only one way to get the hunter's point of view, and that's a head mount. Yeah. You know, the, actually, what you see a bow mounted camera, you're just getting the bow's point of view. You know, you you're not seeing the, your wrist, you're not seeing the sights, you're not seeing the arrow. You know, you just, it's just a, a screen out in front of you that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing we didn't, uh, you, you were, we were asked you, you know, Hey, what was the best solid moment that you had? But is there one that, and you said you hunt with your brother quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. Have you, either one of you guys been in a situation where you didn't get a shot that you wanted to or you thought you had a recording and you didn't or you just straight up didn't bring your camera and something cool went down we have yet we have yet to miss a video really since we've been doing it but there is one oh there's two yes (laughs) yes and uh so the one where my brother had the the zoomed in on him yeah that was a real bummer obviously yeah because it kind of ruined that video can't believe you did that i know jeez Sean, and I was, Sean, right? yeah, and I was drilling him for oh, it, you yeah. know. And then, then the next day, it happened to me. I was like, "Oh, oh it was my yeah. camera." <laughs> so I was like, "Man, you got to check it," you know. And yeah. so <laughs> I was giving him a hard time about it, and then I, yeah, I found out it was it was my camera that did it. Oh man! So there's that, and then there's another instance where I'd just gotten a new camera, and they just switched the batteries over, so I only had one weak battery you know a a regular size battery like that that you get you know about an hour and a half out of it so i was really trying to conserve my battery and we had these a buck spotted it was during it was a late mule deer hunt and and he was all gimped up it was actually the way we got onto that property and now it's been one of our favorite pieces of property to hunt but you know we got onto it because we told the guy that it had been shot during the rifle season is what it looked like you know because his whole shoulder he couldn't move it Ooh. got shot in the shoulder blade or something so he was hobbling around on it so we told him about that and they said because we we did have permission to coyote hunt in there but we didn't have permission to deer hunt yet and so I kind of told him that and then they were like yeah go for it so we go for it and putting a stock on this deer and I'm just getting ready to leave my brother to put the stock on this deer. And we hear some, some noise down the canyon and it's a far, it's the rancher herding up his cattle and moving them up the ridge (laughs) right towards the deer, you know? So, and we could see the deer were getting up and they were getting antsy. So we just decided to just run down the, over the saddle because he was like, well, maybe they'll come down the saddle and they'll, they'll come right into us, which is exactly what they did. So we just split up and I got behind a rock and maybe you've seen the video, it's online and, and right as I was leaving my brother, he says, turn your camera on. 
but I didn't hear him, you know, mm. and he'd said it before and I, and I thought I did, but we just, tur- and this is the real other reason why we'd leave that beep on because I didn't have the beep on at that point. Okay. So I just assumed that it was on. And then when, as I was leaving, he says, turn your camera on, but I didn't hear him. And so I'm sitting there behind this rock and all of a sudden here comes these herds of deer. And this is a big, there's probably 40 or 50 deer in this area and about 10 or 15 of them just come right over the saddle and right towards me. And so I draw back and the buck is right behind him. And I wasn't even really focused on the buck per se. I just knew it, it was a shooter buck, uh, for Washington, which, you know, it's, I definitely don't have as high standards in Washington as I do in Idaho. Um, so this buck's coming at me and, and he stops at about 10 or 12 yards and it was a head on shot and I took it and, and put it right where it needed to be. And just instant blood just squirted out of his chest and he took off running. I took the camera off and opened up and zoomed in on him. And he just started fishtailing and, you know, hit the dirt and rolled out of sight. And so I panned over to my brother and I hit record and it started. Uh, and that's instead of ended yeah it should have ended oh, so uh, i knew right then that i didn't get the footage and luckily he did he had the camera uh, camera on his head as well and that's another point uh to why the system works well when you're hunting with somebody else or fishing with somebody else even so he had it on his head and he sees the deer coming my way you know if that would have been in his pocket or in his backpack or something he would have never got the footage but all he had to do was just pull it off and then he was zooming in on me yeah, so he got all the footage of me doing it, and oh, nice. I encourage everybody to watch it. It's one of our, our more, most viewed deer hunting videos, unfortunately, that I failed with the footage. <laughs> it would have been some of our imagine best Imagine how good it would have been if yeah. your camera so would have been on. And I, I bet uh. my camera, I'm sure, was just <laughs> dialed. Oscar, Oscar worthy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, my zoom-in was perfect. Before that deer was 20 yards, I was zooming in on him. Oh, and, man. And, yeah, it just red stuff going yeah. everywhere yeah. and uh it was perfect shot and perfect scenario uh, but yeah so luckily my brother got on video well that's um, good but it could have been a lot better <laughs> bittersweet yeah so that's definitely my worst moment and i guess you can blame me for my brother's worst moment too with that camera oh zooming right, in. right 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 <laughs> stuff yeah. happens yeah yeah it does, yeah. <laughs> it does. Operator error and uh, equipment error. Cool. One of each. It happens. We've yeah. all been there for sure. So John's, uh, we were in uh, in the wilderness a few years back, and, and uh, I had tagged out the week before and uh, on a small bull, and we were in there with him and his brother, and I was just there calling and there to pack and for the experience, and uh, we had got on a good bull. Well, we, we got on a bull. We didn't really know how big it was, but um, we located him snuck down this draw and, and started working up the other side of this finger ridge and totally silent, you know, after we called. <clears throat> and uh, I think we snapped a few branches going in and he heard that. And this bull came just trucking in and bugling, looking for probably a cow mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever, something he had lost. And I had my just my cell phone out and, and I, I had uh, burnt my thumb or cut my thumb a couple weeks beforehand, and I was all calloused up on mm-hmm. it. So I hit record, but it didn't take. And I had the bull coming in and bugling, and John shooting, and you know hitting shot, and the bull whirling and, and taking off. And the same thing. Like by the time I got it down, and then like looked at my screen and and hit stop, mm-hmm. it started. 
And I was like, oh, my God, you got to be kidding me. And I was close. I mean, yeah. even me, I mean, I was at probably 50 yards. Oh, yeah. You know, so. Yeah. John just, somehow uh, made a shot at 30 yards. You got was, him? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got him. He was, nice. he was a good bull. Yeah. Um, just, I don't know. It's, just, it's uh, watching your stuff's pretty inspirational, and it kind of makes me, it honestly kind of makes me kick myself for not. Could you imagine that bull? Yeah, I mean that would have been yeah, that would have been great. Or film. the one that that we had a couple weeks beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it it'll all be it's just it's just yeah. uh there's really not a reason to do it, but when I when I watch your stuff, it's mm-hmm. like, man, yeah. you got to do it. Yeah. You got to do it. So where do we where do you find somebody wants to go find a to buy a system? Where do they go? Uh well, we we sell them on our website, soulvidsystems.com. Uh that's where I prefer people buy them. Um also, you can buy them on Amazon. Solvid, S-O-L-V-I-D. Yep. Solvidsystems.com. Yep. Okay. Where else? Uh, Amazon. We sell them on Amazon, Amazon Prime. Free shipping. We do okay. free shipping on our, our website as well. Okay. So we got that covered. Um, we've we've had them in a couple uh, retail stores, mostly just, uh, you know, some down in Utah, uh, archery shops and stuff like that, but... Uh, we haven't really had much success there. You know, you show up and to check it out, and they're using the the TV you gave them to do the security on and stuff oh, like really? that. You know, yeah. so it's just we just kind of decided to to go more direct sales, and that way we, you know, more profit margin for us, and that we can spend on advertising right. and whatnot. You know, so yeah. all those YouTube videos. I mean, if we if somebody wants to find them, just do a search for Solvit or yeah, Solvit Systems best? on uh, on YouTube. We'll pull it up. Um, if you just type, just Google search Solvit, yeah, it'll, it'll come right yeah. up. Yeah, I'm telling you. I mean, John and and Nate, these guys are not lying. I mean, Chris has got some phenomenal phenomenal footage. If you want to look at badass mule fo- muley muley footage or elk elk footage or uh to john's point i mean you've shot some you've had some amazing predator kills too mm-hmm. uh, with yeah, your bow just, all archery kills yeah. yeah yeah we just put a, a pretty cool uh bear hunt up yeah uh, just a couple months ago and that was a cool hunt there's nobody listening that doesn't want to watch that i mean they, everybody wants to watch everybody wants to check it out I mean, uh-huh. good footage I watched that bear. yeah did you <laughs> there's definitely a moan there's definitely definitely a moan scene yeah, uh, a death moan, but that's what that's that's bear hunting for you. Yeah, yeah, you know, that just means you got a good shot. Yep. You know that bear that bear went negative yards after we shot it. You know because yeah. it kind of went up and then rolled down the hill back to us. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't alive for more than twenty seconds or so. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah, we could edit it out and stuff if we really had to, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the hunters aren't gonna mind. Uh, right. Which that's who we're making it for anyway. You know, we're not making it for the anti-hunters. Sure. And that was just kind of a spur of the moment bear. We were we were elk hunting because uh, my brother drew a, a limited entry Washington tag. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah, we were doing that. And cool. You know, with the mosquitoes that time of year, I was surprised though that you didn't have any pants on. Is is, is that <laughs> was it hot? Well, yeah, it was. You know, we usually <laughs> do the you know 
one cloth. <laughs> okay. Moccasins and yeah. one cloth. I mean, it was, yep. Back to the, yeah. the old See, school. Eastern That's Washington cool. doesn't have the mosquitoes like like Western Washington <laughs> yeah. does. We're pretty dry. No you know, you get, of course, you get around a pond or something, they're everywhere. The amount of female viewers on your YouTube channel just skyrocketed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Way up. <laughs> well, we always thought, we, you know, that'd, be, that'd make for a pretty good video, but that yeah. Eastern Washington and that Idaho stuff, there's a lot of star thistle and whatnot. Yeah. And yeah. That'd be you, rough. You kind of want Ooh. pants on. <laughs> so maybe we'll do shirtless. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that star thistle will go right through your pants, you know, and, and we've gotten poked where we don't like to be poked with pants on. So yeah. I can only imagine a loincloth's not going to do much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't be a bad idea. Dot com. <laughs> we got that already. Don't use that if you're listening. Yeah. I'd like to come up with my own camera eventually. You know, these, the Panasonics are good. Yeah. The Panasonics are good cameras. Um, but there's a few things that, that I would change uh, just to make it easier and, you know, waterproof would be nice. Yeah. Which you can yeah. do waterproof. They, they do make some, some waterproof camcorders, but the, uh, you know, the benefits of this outweigh the, the ones that are waterproof. So, so mm-hmm. we've been using this. We do make the, the cam sack as well, you know, and that just goes right over the top of them. And uh, it's, a, it's a water resistant cover, you know, so you can wear it in the rain. Okay. Um, obviously if it's raining sideways, it's probably not going to do you a whole lot of good, but, uh, you know, the main, probably 99% of the time we're using this, we'd put it on backwards <laughs> and then it goes in the backpack or on the, the front seat of the car or whatever, sure. you know, cause you know how it is. You buy a nice camera, you, you, you get a bag for it or something and right. you use that for about two trips. And the next thing you know, the bag's. Gone and you're just throwing it right in your backpack. You know, most people have got water in their backpack or, you know, hydration pack. So there's always moisture in them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You throw it in there like that, though, and you're good to go. Yeah. Plus, it keeps all the dust out of there and and whatnot. Or your car keys from scratching Mm -hmm. the lens. Exactly. So that's the cam sack? Yeah, that's the cam sack. Not to be confused with your sack cam, (laughs) Nathan Nathan Bailey. That's right. Also, uh, Cameron Haynes, uh, All flesh I think he's got, a, he's got a trademark on something like this, too. So. Does he? No. Oh, so. oh Cam Sack. Oh, yeah, Cam Sack. Uh, I have used, I've, I've seen uh, Tim Burnett. <laughs> Tim Burnett uses the Cam Sack on his GoPros, actually, oh, yeah? on, on his videos. Nice. Nice. What we learn? What we learn? What we learn here? Nader? Uh, I learned John is a big, fat liar. Going back to the would you rather. In regards to. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. there's no way. Please. That was, stroke. that was. Yeah, there's no way you're taking a, a miss. That was a laser. Over a. Uh, he did take over a shot. Over a kill shot. <laughs> he took a shot right at you. He did. Well, I said, I, I brought up his uh, his sack cam, which I promised <laughs> never to do on the podcast. So, You've broken a lot of promises um, already, John. I have. <laughs> It, but was it was it two eighty five or was it two sixty five? I you said two eighty. I bumped it up five. Oh, you bumped it up five. Two eighty five. And a rosy. And a rosy. Yeah. Yes. Two eighty five, like true coastal rosy, like point, on the coast. Five rosy. Rosy. Two eighty five. That's a big bowl. That's a big five. That's point. a freaking big yeah. coastal rosy. Yeah. Not you Cascade rosy. I'm talking within yeah. fifteen miles of the of the ocean. Yeah. There was salt in the air. I would shoot that bowl. I would shoot the rosy between here and the ocean. Yeah. Yeah, I would shoot that yeah, bowl for sure. I. But that's not what we were talking about. We were talking about, <laughs> we were talking about Rocky Mountain Elk. I learned that uh, 
I learned if you if you're looking for cinem- cinematic crap, this is probably not where you're going to find it with the solvid system. But if you want a kick-ass kill shot and a follow-up, that's what you want. Yeah, you, you it's can, still good quality. You can add I mean, your own quality, cinematography yeah. in yeah. there, you know, yeah. with other stuff. Yeah. But if you're looking for boots splashing through the mud, I learned you can find that other places. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, aside from. Uh, Knowing that Nathan was uh, the founder of Napster, yeah, co-founder, which is co <laughs> co-founder yeah, of Napster, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. I got cut um, out early. Unfortunately, did you? So yeah, I didn't reap the full benefits. No. But he had too no, many. No, that's still cool. You're a part morals. of it. Yeah, yeah. it was well, a fun ride. It was a fun ride. In your defense, you know, I I listened to a lot of music that I would have never listened to otherwise, you know, and so. You know, these people would have never even been heard, and I and I distributed it amongst my friends, so yeah. they all heard it too. Maybe they didn't make any money off it, but at least people heard it. Right. You know, yeah. if I don't ever make a money off my videos, at least people watch them. Um, and also, uh, I learned not to count on Jake for uh, to get the footage. No, no, with a cell phone. Not. No, yeah. man, so, sucks because usually I'm right there, but no. I definitely wasn't that day. Choked. No, I did. Choked that day. I did. You, you were know. taking selfies. I switched to guns. And you're, I just, you're in selfie mode. Bulls <laughs> 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 in the background. <laughs> oh, man. That I had sucks. it on the rear facing camera. Oh, man. <laughs> I had a pimple coming in that day. I was just checking it out. <laughs> you guys got that? Uh, Johnny, what'd you learn? Um, I learned a lot. Um, but most importantly, um, to myself and to the, uh, the solvid, um, followers out there, Chris is even, uh, Chris is way more tone in real life yeah, than yeah. he is yeah. in, in, in your videos. Oh yeah. You are in phenomenal shape, my friend. <laughs> Jeez. I think, uh, I think it's, uh, your inspiration to people in the, uh, not only solvid folks, but in the fitness industry. Well, he's got um, all that downloaded Napster music in his iPhone, so right. yes. he's just working out, you know, yes. CrossFit. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right? Yes. <laughs> Do I look that bad on camera? <laughs> we'll <laughs> let you know. <laughs> <laughs> How many cameras are on you? Uh, no. No, it was, that was fun. No, this is good Good stuff. So, um, Appreciate again, you if you want to see, if you want to yeah. uh, <laughs> find uh, a Solvid system, go to solvidsystems.com. Yep. Correct. Um, otherwise, what about your social platforms? You pretty uh, active? Yeah, so we're on Facebook, of course, uh, Solvid Systems on Facebook, and then Instagram, Solvid underscore F-I-Y, which stands for Film It Yourself. I had to look it up, but I yep. figured it out. Good deal. Cool. <laughs> cool, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough finding a catchphrase that isn't already trademarked. Man. Yeah. And I was surprised yeah. Film It Yourself wasn't trademarked. Yeah. But yeah. I own that, it now, so. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, we were we we talked we discussed that the first uh, the first episode of of the Crave um, episode one. Just uh, I think coming up with a, a, the name of the podcast was, was six months in the making. So oh yeah, that was the hard part. Mm-hmm. So, but no, if you guys are interested, anybody that's listening or watching, um, interested in in filming it yourself, check it out. It's, it's a phenomenal system. It works with an array of cameras, pretty much anything out there, right? Anything with the tripod thread on the bottom, yeah, you know, and something that is a, a comfortable size to wear on your head. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. those DSLRs and stuff are probably going to be a little big. <laughs> you might get by for a minute or two with it, but, yeah. you know, it's all about comfort as well. You right. know, if it's not comfortable, you're not going to wear it yeah. when you need to be. For so sure. definitely keep it comfortable. Cool. Well, thanks for listening. You guys got anything else? Nope. That's no, it. sir. Awesome.